Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente Northern California. I'm your host, Carrie Owen Pleats. We all read the numerous unfortunate headlines in the media about the growing number of people affected by substance use disorder and addiction, only fueled by the opioid crisis and the pandemic. Substance use disorders and addiction are illnesses, which touch so many of us both up close and from afar. Today, I'd like to welcome Erica Aguirre Miyamoto, LCSW Director of Operations, Behavioral Health from KP Southern California, and Linda Cortez, consultant from National Claims Administration, to help me introduce our listeners to a valuable new resource, the Understanding Substance Use and Addiction Interactive Video Series. The video series is now available to our Kaiser Permanente employees across the organization to not only help remove the stigma associated with addiction, but to help guide anyone who is personally dealing with the challenges of addiction and to help navigate treatment for yourself, for your team members, or for your loved ones. Thank you for joining us today, Erica and Linda. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having us. Glad to be here, Carrie. Awesome, awesome. So let's get this kicked off. Erica, can you help us understand the genesis of this Understanding Substance Use and Addiction video series? Why did the organization decide to bring this resource to Kaiser Permanente team members? Yeah, thanks, Carrie. Well, you know, Kaiser Permanente as leaders in healthcare really recognized that there was a huge need in the country. As you already noted, the pandemic just did a number on a lot of people, social isolation, the availability, you know, being able to get substances, alcohol being delivered at your doorstep. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Absolutely. All of these things really impacted how people were responding to and obtaining substances. And so we're talking about alcohol, but we're also talking about over-the-counter medication, prescription medications, and, you know, street drugs or other substances. So huge overdose rates in the country. You no know, alcohol deaths and alcohol-related disease is prevalent in the nation right now. And so because of that, I think KP really understood that we needed to do something about that. So KP Mental Health and Wellness worked and collaborated with Shatterproof. Shatterproof is a national nonprofit organization that is dedicated to ending addiction crisis in the United States especially reducing overdoses in our country. And they had a series um, called the Take 5 series that already focused on anti-stigma. And so this was a really wonderful opportunity for us to take a look and do what we could to give it a KP spin. So we, you know, we got together with a lot of folks like Linda to give us feedback. So we would watch all of the videos and then we applied what would be important for Kaiser employees, Kaiser members, and really our Kaiser communities, what would be important for them to know about substance use, substance use treatment, the effects, how it impacts people in the community, how people are affected by it, and what to do. Kind of just raising awareness. Yeah, raising awareness, right? exactly. Yeah, and what to do about it. Yeah, one of the things that we really want to focus on is reducing stigma amongst mm -hmm. all the employees. So really recognizing substance use as a chronic health condition. And at Kaiser Permanente, we wanted to ensure that everybody felt and understood and developed the awareness that substance use treatment is healthcare and that the people that receive these services or are struggling with substance use 
they're our members. They're the people that we care about and they're part of our communities. And so we needed to treat them like someone that we would treat with a chronic illness. So one of the things that always comes to mind for me is if your next door neighbor is ill, right? You take them a bowl of chicken soup. But if you Mm -hmm. find out that your next door neighbor is withdrawing from substances, you stay away. Why is that? Why do we have that thought in our minds? And what we wanted to do with these videos is reduce that thought. We wanted to just share with them, they are ill, just like you would take over that chicken soup. You know, why wouldn't you do that for them? It's important that we recognize that these are chronic illnesses and we want to treat them as such. And we want all of our communities to be aware of that. Yeah, Erica, when you're thinking about what we have, about 200,000 employees and we're serving almost 13 million people across all of KP, thinking about the ripple effects of, of trying to reduce stigma and what this video series could possibly do for the health of our communities. So... You know, as you were talking about it, I'm thinking about our nurses, our physicians, our frontline staff. What should users expect when they engage with these interactive videos? These videos are incredibly engaging. They're interesting. They're not going to put you, put you to sleep? They're not the old black and white 1950s not. things? Okay, absolutely good. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, they are, they are really worth the time. And I think that everybody can really get something out of it. Because one in three people are affected by substance use. Really? One in three? One in three. Either you're the person with the substance use, you know, struggle, or you know someone, love someone, care about someone with the substance use struggle. So these videos can really pertain to anybody. You can learn how to support people that are affected by substance use. You can learn the dangers of opioid use. You could learn about the rise of fentanyl overdoses. Mm -hmm. And you can also learn about language to use when we talk about addiction. Addiction is a chronic health condition. Wrapping your mind around that and being able to speak to it and know how to interact or help someone is really helpful. Again, in the workplace, with someone you know, someone you care about, I think that they're just really wonderful tools. Yeah, wonderful tools. I love it. It's incredible. All right, Erica and Linda, we found a special guest. Patricia Desai, I'm going to pull you in. Patricia is our Director for National Mental Health, Wellness, and Addiction Services. And Patricia, I think you helped us find Shatterproof. So tell me a little bit more about Shatterproof and and how we brought it to life within KP. Yeah, so as Erica mentioned, Shatterproof is a nonprofit organization dedicated to ending the addiction crisis in the United States. have a few different arms of their work, but one in particular around anti-stigma and education. Anti-stigma education really caught our attention because it aligned with a budding harm reduction strategy that we were developing. So addiction care is a huge part of our portfolio. And in 2023, we were very intentional about growing harm reduction in response to the opioid crisis. And we realized that reducing stigma was an important facet of that work. So our leadership in addiction medicine were connected to Shatterproof, who approached us and asked if we would be interested in partnering. We looked at what they had done and saw that they had produced these videos called Just Five, the Just Five referring to five minutes. So each one of the videos is under five minutes and they have some other associated content that were really easily digestible and gave a really good understanding and increased awareness about addiction and substance use. And we thought, wow, this is great. This is something we'd like to bring into our organization. 
And we were proceeding to do that like many other healthcare companies do with them. But we stopped and we asked them, wait a minute, have these videos been reviewed by diverse audiences, diverse people and people with lived experience in order to align with our own KP equity goals? And they said, actually, no. And we said, well, how about if we partner with you and we can bring in those audiences to do that review and we can customize perhaps? And they said, yeah, sure. So we did just that. And that's how we got to Linda, who represents a couple of business resource groups and Erica, clinicians. We got diverse lenses on this, representing different race and ethnic groups and genders and language abilities and accessibility. Many comments were contributed, over 300, that Shatterproof used to then enhance the videos, customize them for us. And that's what we've brought to now our entire KP workforce. And as a side note, Shatterproof themselves is now using those enhanced videos to distribute to other audiences as well. I love that so much and that it's the true embodiment of the mission of Kaiser Permanente. Total health, no matter what your gender is, where you come from, what your socioeconomic status is, it is total health. And I love that it wasn't just within KP, it is now being shared by others across the country. That is fantastic. We wanted the videos to speak to and resonate to everyone. So now let's turn to Linda. Linda, can you share your experience and insights? You were involved in the testing of Shatterproof of these videos, and you were involved in the feedback phase for the video series development. How did that go? I was. I started off as an end user testing hat, wearing that and looking at, you know, how the format looked, uh, more of the design, the fonts, you know, the colors, how their images and things came into play and things like that, so that it is more KP centric. And we delivered over 300 points of feedback to the group developing the content, which was very valuable to them because they needed to know how KP does things and be able to publish it in KP's perspective. I love that. And Linda, you sit on a couple different uh, business resource groups for KP? Yes, I'm on the veterans, the Latinx and the Asian. Mm -hmm. Well, goodness, you sit on quite a few. That's awesome. So you got to take those experiences of being a member of three different business resource groups, BRGs within KP, and also put your lens on this as well. Yes, definitely. So that's how I was aware of the opportunity to volunteer to be a tester was through an email from the BRG group. And I thought, well, I used to be a tester. This would be a great opportunity for me to spend some time and see what they have and do. And so I was, you know, giving them feedback from my design perspective from a testing perspective. And just as I was going through the content, I was just in shock, like, wow, you know, there's so much valuable information. You know, I wish I knew it's, you know, I think everybody should view this and read it and just absorb the content. It's really great to watch. I think it's great that you're just able to bring this experience of being a veteran Latino and the AAPI business resource group to bring that lens and that perspective to the video series so that many others who share your lived experience or somewhat similar to your lived experiences can really better relate to the video series and and maybe take more or be able to understand these videos and have it be more impactful for them, but also maybe their colleagues or their family members and, and even their patients. So Linda, thank you so much. Thank you. 
All right, Erica, so the goal, as you were mentioning, was to reduce stigma. So how is the work augmenting the overall anti-stigma work being done at KP? Because I know we've got a lot of work going on there. And how do the videos serve to educate and support employees and their work and their personal lives? Yeah, I think right now Kaiser Permanente is really at the forefront of, again, recognizing the need to reduce stigma, but also to start normalizing conversations around substance use. As someone that has worked many, many years in the addiction medicine department, I can say members would come to us when they were really, really struggling. But that's not the way substance use starts. Right. Substance use can often start with just trying a little or starting to increase our use, or we start getting into trouble maybe because of the use. And so it's really important that at any point in our healthcare system, we can touch these lives. So it's important to start normalizing these conversations. If our doctors, if our nurses, social workers, therapists, anyone within the healthcare system, if they start asking about substance use and having non-judgmental conversations with folks, I think it really helps decrease shame. It really helps decrease feelings of being judged. And so there, people are going to be more open. People are going to be able to say, yeah, you know, I have tried X, Y, and Z. Or I have increased my use by blank amount. You know, studies show just having a five-minute conversation with someone could help reduce someone's use. And when you think about that, that could be life-changing. That could be the difference between having a healthy liver your entire life or needing a liver transplant. Wow. It's really important that, you know, at any point in our treatment of patients in our healthcare system... We're able to just start these conversations. We're able to educate. We're able to refer folks. And people feel cared for and not judged. And so I think these videos will really lend itself to changing that culture from thinking that substance use is one's choice and it was wrong for them to do to now really understanding, wow, they're really struggling with something in healthcare, right? You would never tell somebody that has diabetes, for example, oh, unless you're 100% ready to give up all sugars, I will not see you. That would never happen. Yeah. But in substance use treatment, that happens often. Oh, until you're ready to give up all substances, you know, you're not ready to get this help. Oh. We shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, that's a good way of putting that. I never really thought about and the power you just mentioned of just having a five minute conversation can really make the difference. And I think it's gonna stick with me, the difference between a healthy liver and maybe a liver transplant. That's pretty profound and you're not far off. And It's powerful to think about how we react to people who have a cancer diagnosis or a cardiac diagnosis. And then you think about somebody who is suffering with addiction and you put that more as a character flaw. Yeah, exactly. Right? Than an actual illness. Exactly. All right. So let's go a little personal on this one because I think it really helps bring our listeners into this a little bit. Would you guys mind sharing a personal story, either personal life or maybe work where access to this type of resource was really helpful or would be helpful? Uh, Who wants to go first? Linda? Um, On a personal level, although I started working on this from an end user perspective, testing perspective, I felt that this content is valuable for my family, especially now that my kids are teenagers and starting high school. They could encounter any number of challenging things and, you know, going through school, like mental health and addiction. And after going through these videos, I feel like I'm better equipped to be able to identify or notice signs of addiction. And like Erica mentioned, you know, what if they try something and could uh, spiral out further than that? 
you know, I need to notice those signs, know how to start that conversation with them, and then be able to locate the resources to help them. Thinking back, I wish I knew more about the addiction stigma because I believe it would have helped my friend with her son's addiction as he got injured playing sports in high school, uh, played football and got hurt. And he was prescribed opioids for the continued pain. He got into heavier drugs. And now as an adult, he's trying to overcome this sports injury plus multiple substances. And mm -hmm. this is why I feel this information it's important to educate yourself to be able to support those around you. Mm, thank you so much for sharing, Linda. And I love this connection that so many other parents have about kids going off to high school. And drugs are unfortunately something all parents have to think about. And there's so much fear. So what I'm hearing you say is that these videos really help reduce the fear. It gives you a tool, gives you a feeling of a little bit of control and maybe what to look for. So Linda, thank you. Thank you so much. Erica, what, what, what about you? You know, it only takes one person to really start to think about these videos and make a change. And I can give a really great example. One of the nurses that I know that viewed the video, she let me know that she has an older gentleman that comes in often to their department. And this person often comes in intoxicated. Mm. And so oftentimes this man's not dismissed, but they just make sure he's safe, kind of put him sort of in a corner. And it's like, oh, there he comes again. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I can't believe it. Here he comes. And so after watching the video, she brought that up to me and she said, hey, you know, it really made me think how we treat this person. We really need to ask what's going on. What's causing you to come here? Like you're intoxicated. You can go lots of places. Why do you come here? And it turns out this person actually had another chronic health condition that was causing him a lot of pain and often sought help, didn't know how to do that, so would just get intoxicated and then come to the department. When she started opening up and talking with him and just caring more for him and asking the right questions, people started noticing and everybody started changing their reactions to him. You know, it was no longer, oh no, here he comes again. It was more about, can we get anything for you? Why don't we bring you in? Why don't we check your vitals? Yeah. Having everybody around start recognizing wow, you know, this is just another patient and we need to care for them in that way. You know, this person wasn't badly cared for before, but I think the empathy that started to develop and then recognized by others just started to change the culture. And I really believe that in that department, anybody that comes in there is probably getting asked similar questions, right? And I think that that can really make a difference when we start thinking about, you know, our members thriving. Wow, that's extremely powerful talking about the stronger connection with empathy with common humanity and thinking about the overall experience for the team members because I'm sure their experience as being a team member in that department, that clinic is better or enhanced because they're thinking about things in a, in a different way as well as most importantly is the care experience for this gentleman and probably in a much better care outcome for him as well. So Erica, beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, hearing each of you really brings this topic full circle for me. I'm thinking about all of the lives that because of this project and because of your work will be impacted both within KP and outside of KP. It's just fantastic. 
I'd like to thank Erica, Linda, Patricia so much for your perspectives on this timely subject and for just all of the work that you all do to reduce stigma, to really help our team and our communities and our focus on mission-driven healthcare. Just thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Carrie. Wonderful to be here. Thank you so much, Carrie. I strongly encourage our listeners to check out the show notes, you know, that text below the podcast, where you can find links to the Understanding Substance Use and Addiction Interactive video series. You can also find a great piece from MyKP on why you should learn about addiction. I also invite you to share what's on your mind. Ask a question or suggest a topic or guest. Send it to livewellandthrive at kp.org. And whether you're listening on your commute or during a down moment, keep those comments coming. And of course, I'd like to thank you, our listener, for tuning in to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, the dedication, and the diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente. I'm Carrie Owen-Pleats, and we'll see you next time.